0: Welcome to this episode of Finding Your Range podcast with me Jeannie Debon, a movement therapist who specializes in working with people with hypermobility, EDS and chronic pain. Well today's the day, this is our season finale. So it's just me today and I wanted to spend this time to kind of discuss what the past 15 episodes of Finding Your Range podcast has taught us. So it's kind of a season summary, um, so it won't take too long. So, um, but I thought it was really useful looking back over all the episodes and all our amazing guests um, and just seeing some of the commonalities in these stories. Um, when I first launched Finding Your Range, I wanted to talk about things that don't really get discussed a great deal out in the open. I wanted to hear from people living with these conditions. And that's exactly what we did. And, you know, I'm so, so grateful to everyone who took part in Finding Your Range season one. So <clears throat> I just want to run through, in case you missed any of these amazing episodes, Um, I'm just going to share with you um, what we did. So we had a number of experts come and join us and talk about things that, as I said, you might not hear much about. So our very first um, guest was Gary Ward, author of What the Foot? And we discussed the hypermobile foot and the implications of having a hypermobile foot. And he raised the really interesting question as to whether our feet are really pronated. So if you want to learn more about that, head over to episode two and listen to the amazing Gary Ward. We were then joined by Anna Bradatsaguren who had her beautiful talk on breath and she explained to us how when you breathe, every cell in your body is breathing and we had a beautiful meditation. And we were really discussing the importance of learning how to breathe correctly because many of us with these conditions do have breathing pattern disorders and tend to hold our breath or maybe brace um, and hold a lot of tension in the body. So we discussed that with Anna. Um, We then heard from Julian Baker um, in his own unique style discussing with us fascia and why fascia is important and its implications on hypermobility, discussing things like why we shouldn't be stretching and why there's no such thing as training your core. So a little bit of controversy um, going against the grain, but a fantastic and um, entertaining talk from Julian. And then we had the mind blowing Dr. Jessica Eccles who spoke to us about the um, relationships um, that she's found through her research between hypermobility, anxiety, fatigue, neurodiversity. I mean, we covered so many things. Um, It was just an amazing interview. So thank you to all our experts. So these people don't have EDS, um, but you know, we were able to use their experience and their expertise to talk about elements of, of how their work um, impacts hypermobility and EDS. Now we did have some experts who do have EDS, but are using their skills, their experience, their life experiences to help other people with the conditions. So we had Bonnie, um, uh, the lovely dietitian um, from uh, Brooklyn, I think it is, in, or New York, um, sharing her experiences um, and dietary recommendations when you're living with things like mast cell activation. And we also heard from Natalie, who's um, a CBT therapist here in the UK, and um, again, how she uses um, CBT to help her clients with chronic illnesses. So two fascinating interviews, people who have turned their condition into a way of helping other people. So absolutely amazing. Now, we also had a whole host of patient experts. And these are the people who are living with the condition every day and they shared their experiences. So thank you so much. So we had um, Dana, who told us her 25 year journey to diagnosis, not uncommon, unfortunately. We heard from Simon who gave us a unique perspective on how it is for a man living with EDS. Um, Kia talked to us about the reality of living with mast cell activation and and how limiting her life can be with this condition. Bethany with her amazing list of management tools, it's probably the best management tools I've ever heard, so well worth a listen. And then we heard from Rachel, who's a teenager, newly diagnosed, navigating her life with this condition. Um, Yasmin and Anoushe, um, <clears throat> two paraclimbers who use climbing um, to help with their physical and mental health, really amazing, inspiring ladies. And Laura, from the, for, also from the US, who had an absolutely extraordinary journey. Um, you know, amazing and so brave and so determined to find um, solutions. And then we did have a little panel of experts talking about the truth about exercise. Um, so, Robin, Rachel, and Bethany um, joined us to talk about their exercise experiences with EDS. So, wow, what an amazing roundup of people who joined us. I'm, honestly, I'm, it was my, my first ever podcast. Um, experience i absolutely love speaking to all these people and and hearing um, all this you know fascinating research um, and expertise and stories now <clears throat> what could we learn from this so i've i've been through all the interviews and i've uh, mainly with the patient experts because i wanted to see what was going on there what what, what could we learn from there and you know every single one you listen to, if you've listened to them, and if you haven't, I urge you to go back and and, and have a listen to them. Every single person obviously has a very different experience. You know, with EDS, everyone is different. We're all going to have different symptoms. We're all going to have different presentations, um, and we're all gonna have experienced different journeys. So every story is different, and yet underlying those stories There is some commonality, there is something very very similar. So with the exception of two people um, who, so Simon who did get diagnosed as a child and Rachel who's obviously a teenager and newly diagnosed, everyone else I interviewed, um, and this probably won't come as much as a surprise to you, but all those people I interviewed, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to get their diagnosis. It was a struggle to be heard. It was a struggle to be taken seriously. It was a struggle to get answers. Um, and this is what we hear. And then now we have, you know, a, a small sample of people who confirmed all this trauma, all this struggle that we have to go through to get our diagnosis. Um, many of them waited. A long, long time. You just mentioned earlier, Dana, 25 years to get her diagnosis, myself, 35 years to get my diagnosis. You know, we want, obviously, things have got to change and hopefully they are changing. You know, we're, we're doing things like this, the EDS Society are doing an amazing work, you know, training people with um, EDS ECHO, um, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're educating people, we're putting awareness out as much as we can. Let's hope that we can start to listen to those hoofbeats a little bit um, closer, um, and people will start to pick up on the subtleties that are often present in EDS um, and start to join those dots. So that was really interesting. You know, every every journey different, but every journey the same. Um, <clears throat> I also interested to learn and, and discover how people with this condition do use their passions to help them manage their conditions. So they use their passion, whatever that might be, um, in a you know, in an activity way, to um, manage mentally and physically their condition. So I mentioned earlier that Yasmin and Anoushe are paraclimbers they did an amazing interview telling us why climbing is so important to them and how it is so important for their mental health. We also heard from Simon, so the um, our, our sort of male um, representative, um, how he uses bodyboarding. You know, he loves bodyboarding. He lives down on the coast and he's in the sea, I think, almost every day if he can. He absolutely loves it. It's his medicine. Um, Kia, Got two gorgeous dogs. Um, her activity is agility training with her dogs. so she's running around, um, something she thought she would never be able to do but her passion for being with her dogs and and doing these competitions with her dogs gets her out and gets her doing these activities. And Natalie, um, our CBT therapist, uses dancing. I mean her whole face lit up when she talked about her dancing. So it looks like there's if we have something we can really hold on to and grasp it can really really help through those dark days um, and of course we discussed that issue that that awful question of well you don't look sick so how can you be doing all of these things you know we discussed that in, in particular with Anoushe and Yasmin and with our exercise panel you know and it's um, it's um, it's devastating to hear that you know Um, People don't see what goes on behind the scenes. They see you, you know, doing your thing, enjoying yourself. Um, They don't see how you feel after. They don't see what you had to sacrifice to get to that event. Um, So, yeah, heartbreaking, you know, the impact of words. um, It's very, very powerful. Um, and that's something that you know, we need to be mindful of, or hopefully people will become more aware of when speaking to people who have a chronic illness. So I think also it's quite apparent that, you know, we need a multidisciplinary disciplinary approach. Um, there's people have lots of tools in their toolkits. Um, there isn't a magic bullet, unfortunately, to manage this condition. I wish there was. Um, lots of things can go into the mix and help um, find us find a way that works for you um, and that's brilliant you know for me it's my movement therapy it's my meditation it's my diet it's my sleep um, it's factoring uh, factoring rest during the day when I can um, it's removing stresses from my life Um, You know, people have got lots and lots of different tools and applications that they use to help them get through the day um, and manage, you know, the things that they really want to be doing. So, um, you know, find that way that works for you. As I say, if you listen to those stories, everyone has different things in their toolkit. Some things work for some people. Some things don't work for somebody else. There isn't a one size fits all. Um, you know and if you live with this condition you will know that Um, but I think it's important that we say that that you know there isn't um, one size that fits all there isn't a magic formula but there are lots of really good things out there that are going to help and are going to help you get back doing the things that you'd like to do Um, and just finally you know I'd like to say that I was just blown away by the determination, the resilience, the strength of um, pe- the people we spoke to living with this condition. Um, you know, some of the bravest, um, as I say, resilient people you'll ever come across. Absolutely amazing. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy living with this condition. Um, but, but, you know, we keep trying to find ways forward. Um, And I just think it's absolutely amazing. So again, I wanted to thank everyone for their time, for giving me their time, giving the audience their time, sharing their personal stories and to our experts for sharing their skills and knowledge with us. It's it's been absolutely amazing this first season. Um, Now, we're gonna take a break over the summer of 2021, but we will be back. In the autumn, with season two, which is going to be super exciting. So, um, we've listened to the hoofbeats in season one. I think season two is going to be okay, we've listened to the hoofbeats. What can we do to change the hoofbeats now so that those hoofbeats really do get listened to? So, look out for some more amazing guests um, coming in season two. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. As I say, they're all on YouTube, they're all on Podbean. If you missed any one of those podcasts, um, please do go take a listen, let us know what you think. um, And let us know if there's any guests that you would be particularly interested in hearing from and we'll see what we can do. So until next time, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful summer wherever you are in the world. Um, Take care and keep moving.